Why we're we doing this? I guess our unique proposition is that we have in fact worked in just about every corner of real estate other than being an auctioneer and working in strata. We've done everything else. So we've actually hands-on worked in the industry for all of those years and we've we've worked in the engine room so from an administrative perspective we've been selling agents we've been property managers we've worked in projects and development and we've worked in corporate real estate we've managed teams on a national basis and a state basis so we come from a really rounded and diverse background we've also worked both metro and regional and so It brings a diverse perspective on every topic when it comes to property. We knew that we could really add value and help people um, and people were organically coming to us and asking us for our help. And then particularly as selling agents, we used to see the hardship and see what buyers went through and it really annoyed us because it was just all so one-sided and we wanted to make a difference. So when it just sort of organically started happening it was just like a natural progression that that was going to be the direction we went in. Property transactions can be among the most significant financial decisions of your life. Hence we're here to guide you, debunk the myths and misconceptions that cloud the industry. We want to help you move confidently through the real estate journey and give you a behind the curtain look into the world of real estate. We're Michelle Tucker and Linda Johnson from Spring Buyers Agency and Spring Property Management and this is the Unreal Estate Podcast. time coming to our podcast unreal estate <laughs> we'll unpack that later we will indeed <laughs> I guess it's um I guess the purpose of why we're doing this is to um we have so many conversations unpacking real estate and key topics in real estate and so um we thought it would be a good idea and we've been told so many times um, that we need to share this stuff, it's gold. The conversation's in the car and... <clears throat> so we're not quite sure what might come out. <laughs> Let's just see how we go. Um, it's really going to be a conversation, right? We get asked a lot of questions and we hear a lot of things. We just we discuss a lot of things, as you just said, in the car and we can't record them. We often wish we had recorded them because I think there's a lot of people out there that will benefit from it. Absolutely. There's so many people, I guess, that this could be for, not necessarily people in real estate or looking for real estate. Um, but I guess some of our conversations, I hope they, um, I don't know, help, help people in some certain way in moving forward with whatever decision they make in relation to property or... And in layman's terms, there's a lot of data and data's very helpful. Don't get us wrong. We're always looking at the data and analytics, but, you know, to put it into perspective people that are just out there trying to buy a house um, or trying to learn more about real estate in layman's terms because it's very complex. Um, We're still learning and we've been doing this combined in our fifth decade, are we? That's (laughs) scarily enough. But anyway, like anything, um, when the timing's right, things happen and we can talk about that with how we started our business so that anyone listening has learned a little bit more about us. But um, we also wanted to... um, Thank Andrew from ThinkLoud. Um, again, the universe produces what we need and, and when the timing was right, we met him. So we're very appreciative 
and everything he's done to get us to this point. It's his fault we're here. <laughs> <laughs> and a few other people along the way. <laughs> so who are we and why are we doing this and how do we start? Why did we start a business at the worst possible time? Yeah, well, it was a lot kind of people of, told us we were nuts. I know they did. We had, there was a lot of people that said, "Why? What are you doing? What's a buyer's agent? No one's ever heard of a buyer's agent." And why now? It's COVID. The world's gone nuts and we don't know the market's falling apart and why would you start a business now? Yeah, it was a bit, a bit of a strange time, but we didn't sort of hear it. I don't know, it was a bit weird. We just, I don't know, we had the idea, we had the conversation and we were so like passionate about it and believed in it so much. And it was at a time where people really needed help and they were so coming So it was to April us. 2020, right? Yeah, yeah. So just to take us back, it was a pretty scary time, I think. We all went into lockdown March or? Yeah, it was March 23rd. Yep. Um, it was with um, with my kids and I. So, yeah. so it was it was pretty scary and the market hadn't taken off then. And, and to be honest, when we started this, we just thought this will pass like all things in real estate. We've seen many cycles come and go. So we thought let's get all set up now while this is all going on and, and we'll be right. We didn't really look back, did we? No. It was literally a conversation um, we hadn't caught up for a while. It was, yeah, it was straight. I don't know we hadn't caught up for a while, and um, I happened to tell you that I'd been helping friends, like you know, at school daycare. Parents were coming up and asking me, "Oh my gosh, you're in real estate? You know, can you help us?" And I was having so many car park conversations, and and then really good friends of ours um, asked me for help, and next thing you know, I found myself negotiating on a house, and it was at a time that I actually wasn't actively working in real estate I'd left my corporate job and I was at home helping my husband um I'd just had my second son I had my son and um yeah we had this conversation one day and I was telling her I was on a bit of a high because I don't know other real estate agents will um I guess share this feeling you never sort of get past the thrill of a negotiation no you don't no you don't it's it's an inbuilt Thing, it think, is, it never leaves you. Yeah. And so I was on a bit of a high and I was telling you about it. And then as chance would have it, you were going through the same experience. Well, yeah, I've got um, three beautiful grown-up children and some of them, um, my son's friends are looking at buying homes. So, you know, Ben had been kind of, you know, feeling me out and, and they were asking questions and it was like, talk to mum, you know, she can help. And so I'd sort of been in that zone and yeah it just clicked didn't it why 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 are we doing this but the funniest we thing could was do this as a job <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing was we had been thinking about ever since we'd known each other we had been wanting to go into business together and we agonized remember the days on my back porch um absolutely agonizing what is it going to be what are we going to do and we could never come up with something because the timing again the timing wasn't right um, Gosh, it's just, some of the things we considered were hilarious, but and we were so determined for it not to be real, real estate. estate. So I guess we should really cover that too because we met in two thousand and eight. Um, so we we were friends before we started this business, and um, we met as selling agents in Terrigal, and it was an instantaneous friendship. But, <laughs> I don't know somewhere deep we knew one day we'd join forces, and it took twelve years, right? Yep to be the right time but we did a lot of things in that time you've got what 25 26 years experience 
30 next year. Oh, gosh, I'm pushing up to 20. So, yeah, we're showing our age here. But who thought um, we'd start? I didn't think I'd start a business. I was 52. We started this business. So who would have thought? If anyone ever tells you you can't do it later in life, that's rubbish. Because yep. you can. But and we love it. things just weren't even entertained. I don't know. We just When we had that conversation that day, it was just... Next thing you know, we had the name, we were registering ABNs. <laughs> so I guess we that's were. a good point too. Like once we made the decision, we literally did, didn't we? My daughter was home. Um, she'd been living in Tokyo. She'd come home because of COVID and we sat on the front porch and I said, Linda and I just came up with a business idea. And the name was one of the first names she she said and it was inspired by a day spa in Bali. <laughs> Strangely <laughs> enough. <laughs> And Hannah said, what about spring? And I rang you, remember, and said, what do you think? And spring has lots of other um, connotations yeah, when as we, well. When we started unwrapping it, we were like, oh, my gosh, this actually, it's it's originated from a day spa and the, that beautiful feeling of positivity and freshness and all of those things. But then we're both born in spring and then spring is the peak selling season or, you know, re- real estate purchasing season um, it means new beginnings, fresh start, all of those things. So when we kind of packed it all together, it just made sense that that was going to be the name for our business. So yep. we ran with it. We did. And we didn't look back as they say, you know, burn the boat. We really did. Um, we made some decisions really quickly without going into it lightly though. Um, it was really important. We had a, a great friendship and we didn't want to ruin that with the business. So we really did, um, nut out with our accountant, um, our partnership it's important and I think it's quite fascinating to people too that we there's a lot of business partnerships or that were friendships and go into business partnerships that don't work and we've both got lots of really great friends that we wouldn't necessarily go into business with so it was it was really important that we got it right wasn't it Absolutely. and we didn't stuff it up well we always said our friendship would come first yeah no matter what and we didn't want to lose that in the mix either no, no. and we did we said some pretty you know, good, strong ground rules, really. Um, you know, we never wanted to lose our friendship. We always wanted to make sure we still had fun and that every time Remember we got we together. tried to separate it. We tried to say, okay, <laughs> we'll talk about business on these days and then we won't. <laughs> as, as we've worked out, there is no clear line um, and now it's just all mixed in and it works really well. So, yeah, we, we were very careful to go into it eyes wide open. Absolutely, and I think it's a big um, um, financial decision to go to well, intertwine. We're almost married. You're my you're my exact. We spend more time together than yeah we do with <laughs> that's our what my husband says. Yeah, <laughs> poor Ash. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was really important that we that we got that right. Yeah, absolutely. And the why? Why are we doing this? First and foremost, it was because we knew we could help people. Yeah, I think um, automatically just from our, um, our, you know, our pasts working in real estate. And I think that's kind of, I guess, a really unique proposition that we bring to the table overall. And, and part of the reason why we're doing this podcast and part of the reason we've started our business is because our, I guess, our unique proposition is that we have, in fact, worked in just about every corner of real estate, other than being an auctioneer and working in strata. We've done everything else. So we've actually hands-on 
worked in the industry for all of those years and we've we've worked in the engine room so from an administrative um, perspective we've been selling agents we've been property managers we worked in projects and development um, we've worked in corporate real estate we've managed teams on a national basis and a state basis so we come from a really rounded and diverse background we've also worked both metro and regional and so it brings a diverse perspective on every topic when it comes to property. And so we knew that we could really add value and help people um, and people were organically coming to us and asking us for our help. And so, and then particularly as selling agents, we used to see the hardship and see what buyers went through and it really annoyed us because it was just all so one-sided and we wanted to make a difference. So when it just sort of, organically started happening it was just like a natural progression that that was going to be the direction we went in I think we also saw it as an opportunity to break the mold a little bit as well we were a bit we were a little disillusioned we both had stopped actively selling real estate seven or eight years before we started this business I'd gone into projects and development I was working directly with a developer and then in project sales but not selling and you'd gone into corporate and management roles but we wanted we were a bit disillusioned with being a real estate agent and and sometimes how you're perceived in that role right so we kind of thought it's the side of real estate where we can really be who we are authentically and and help people and it's become a lot more um relevant in the marketplace than it was when we started i think when we first started even only three years ago Hardly anyone even knew up on the Central Coast what a buyer's agent was. There were a couple operating, but n- not many. Um, so there's a lot of education. And around. it still is. Even, you know, so many people still don't really understand. What about that open home you went to the other weekend? <laughs> and those yeah. people were just so ignorant. They had no literally idea. had no idea at all. And the questions. The question just... was, and we'll get to this in a later episode, why would you want a buyer's agent? There's a selling agent there to help. Well, I just kind of had to zip it a little bit. <laughs> but we'll get to that later. But that's the perception out there. Why do you need a buyer's agent? There's a selling agent there. But we'll get to that. Yep. Having been selling agents and not certainly not um, knocking selling agents, they do a fabulous job and they're very needed, but they don't work for the buyer. No. And we can get to that. Can yeah, we? we can. Later. In due course. <laughs> In due course. <laughs> no, but I think... Yeah, that was very much our why and like in starting and getting and moving forward. And then I guess we started looking at a whole, you know, both of us were um, at a stage in our careers, in our lives, you know, that we're looking for our next step and, and planning for the future. And, you know, I've got little kids, your children are all grown up, but essentially, you know, we'd worked with for some pretty tough bosses along the way. Um and we just got to a point, well, I know I said it a thousand times, I got to a point, I thought I was unpl- unemployable. <laughs> I just, I wanted to be the master of my own destiny and create my big, own life. I think part of our decision, wasn't it? Well, it was. We were both at that point where we just, we just couldn't work for anyone anymore. No, absolutely not. That not. You know, we did, we worked with some tough bosses and I must say, respectfully, respectfully <laughs> some big yeah. egos. Yeah. And they were hard days. They were. And look, I'll just say it, we were sick to death of the boys' club. 
Um, our industry is very much still to this day a I huge boys know. club full of ego and high-fiving in the office and chest beating and like it just wasn't us we just got over it like you know I think you get to a point I, I don't know I think it's is it age is it experience I don't know you get to a point you just think yeah enough can't I just can't and like shrink that's great. I guess that's when, a good word isn't it yeah, yeah. I can't shrink myself yeah. any longer into this mold that I'm meant to fit into to yeah, you know, please other people. Yeah, there's definitely a perception that you have to behave or perform a certain way and it's actually nonsense. And, um, yeah, we just got tired of it, I guess. And um, so I guess that that brings us to what our brand stands for. It, I think it's kind of who we are, right? It's, you know, integrity is very important. Respect is very important. Being fulfilled is very important. The culture that we're creating in our team is is hugely important. Um, that balance in life, where life can be happy, you're not feeling sick on Sunday night because you got to work on Monday and sit in an office. An eight thirty meeting on Monday, like really, and your days are full of that pointless meetings and yeah. So we we got to control the type of environment we wish that we'd had. Yeah, to now share with other people. Absolutely. And having that flexibility, um, you know, aside from COVID kind of forcing that um, environment, we already wanted that because we never had it in our working careers. And especially, you know, people have families, people have lives and work doesn't necessarily stop. It's not nine to five anymore, you know. So people can't be forced into this nine to five situation when, you know, your phone, like in reality... You can't just clock off. People need and you. We're used to at different. Times. We've been real estate agents Absolutely. for a really long time, so we we understand. And when a deal is on, a deal is on. It could be midnight. It could be six a.m. It could be whatever. Sunday, Saturday, any night of the week. When a deal's on, your family know <laughs> a deal's on, guys. I'm working <laughs> because we we fight really hard and work really hard for our clients. Yeah, hundred percent. When when we found a property. It, it's on and that yeah typically doesn't happen in nine to five situation no it doesn't <laughs> often it doesn't yeah yeah so no it's it's very true so people are fascinated sometimes with the business and and how quickly our business has grown because it has grown really quickly we're, sometimes we're a bit overwhelmed by ourselves so what I guess some of the questions I get asked so how did you start did you have to make sacrifices did you what did you make sacrifices yeah you didn't so what for someone looking to start a business like we did from pretty much nothing to hey let's start a business and call it spring um what were they and just to for those people out there wondering how do you start what do you do well I think you know there's a financial element to it there's a risk element to it um and I don't know I just look back to that time and we sort of we did cut out a lot of that noise, but when we remember back, you know, we did things like uh, at that time, you know, um, because of COVID, you're allowed to utilise your superannuation. And so we both yes. used that money to start a business. We, did. we didn't use it to live like other people did. We, did. we were like, we Everyone used it. said, don't touch your super. I know. I took the two lots. I only took the one, but we used it. Well, that's, that's who we paid. We used that's that money to pay it. for um, our company who did all our branding. We did. So, yes. um 
you know, so th- yeah, we did things like that. Um, we lived on one salary, which is the first time we ever did that. My husband was having a heart attack. Like, what the hell are you doing? What have you done? Like, is this time to be doing this? Um, yeah, there's always a personal sacrifice behind the business. Yeah, it's what about you? You look- sold your house. Well, I'm in a different situation and without, you know, oversharing, I've, you know, been by myself for many, many years and I don't have, you know, a, a partner, which is great. I'm very happy, don't get me wrong, but I, it's there's not that financial um, second element coming in. So... There were dark days before spring happened. I was made redundant from my role on the 23rd of March. Um, and I understand I was in, I was working on a very big development, hundreds of millions of dollars and the developer didn't get his funding and development fell in a bit of a hole. And I totally understand that decisions had to be made. So that department was really kind of shut down. <clears throat> so I packed my box of things and got home on the 23rd of March and thought, oh, now and the next few months well probably six to eight weeks until you know we kind of made this decision we're pretty scary but that was like a lot of people um they were very scared I was making decisions just to go into survival mode for a moment um I did get an opportunity to go back to my role as you know and I did go back for a short time on a contract basis we weren't planning that our business would take off because I thought you know yeah, the business might take it's a bit of a crunch. year or two. Yeah. I don't know. It's not expect too much. So I went back on a on a contract basis, but within I think three months we were just too busy. But yeah, I made big sacrifices. You know, um, I sold our home and decided to take the pressure off and and rent for a couple of years, and that disrupted my family and me. But for for me personally, having that stress gone really allowed me to focus on the business and not be worried about how I was going to pay the bills and it 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 gave me that space and I knew once we got it going I'd get back into the market and yeah. it wasn't it wasn't even two years I think it was 18 months later I yeah it was I think our mindsets at that time were really we honestly we were so focused on like we're burning the boat like there's one chance to yeah. do this and like we literally did, we incinerated that thing. <laughs> it sunk and there was a little puff of steam coming out. And we're um, not we're not twenty five. No. We um, we're not here forever. Yep. So it was guns blazing. Yeah. Let's do this because it's the next 10, 15 years of our life. Let's just get stuck in. I think that's yeah, important to recognise. We knew that this was gonna be a ten to fifteen year plan. This is not a twenty, thirty whatever you plan. We'll be working when we're 70, probably. Not full time. <laughs> Just, you know, a few decisions here and there. <laughs> be on that beach somewhere. But there's a lot to do in between. Well, there is. It was kind of, we decided head down, bum up, go hard um, while we can. And then we actually want to enjoy it, you know. And we did set our 10-year plan. We did. It was part of our preparation. Yeah. Down to the Minute details. Yeah, we um, we built a pyramid, mm-hmm. ten year pyramid, and started what we're going to do eat and achieve each year, and and we still use it every year. We reassess it still to this day, and it's awesome to see things like goals that we kick a year or two ahead of the game. Um, you know, our property management business. Um, so that's another a secondary business that we started. Um, I think that was planned for like year three, and we after twelve months that started 
um, we've got other um, business interests that you know have been part of the overall 10 to 15 year plan and they've started years earlier so um, it's a really good yardstick and that works really well for us um, so we can measure you know how we're going and keep on track with our some of our whys and um, yeah so and we're attracting you know the right people to our business as well and that's super important um, we've got you know Daniela who joined us recently as a buyer's agent and we have a fantastic researcher and administration help, which has allowed us to do things like this podcast Yeah, because we really just have been, you know, a bit busy to get it going. But we hope um, we've talked about ourselves a bit today because we felt it was important, I guess, to, to share who we are and why we're doing this. But ultimately this is about helping buyers and anyone really in looking to transact could be sellers potential sellers looking not that we sell real estate but they could find what we're saying quite interesting selling agents might find it interesting buyers agents might find it interesting who knows someone might listen (laughs) hopefully (laughs) but I think we want to try and keep it um quite raw and interesting and you know really talk about the I know the nitty-gritty of topics you know there's a lot of glossing over and a lot of smoke and mirrors and uh, a lot of kind of like, I don't know. We want to break it down. Propaganda. And, yeah, we do. We want to just, you know, keep it real and talk about um, things that – hot topics and um, try not to be too controversial because that's not really us either. Um, but we are very straight up people. Yeah, we um, get told that quite often. Yeah, maybe a bit too much. But <laughs> but we also get told the energy's good. Yeah. I mean, we've had clients, which is really bizarre, we've had clients say to us that they've engaged us because of the energy mm. that we have. I've never had that said to me before, have you? No. And I think it's because we're actually, we love it. We're passionate. We love what we do. They say that there's an energy when you're doing that. And I think there is because I've never had that said to me before. Well, our new client who engaged us from the other side of the world just said yeah. one of the reasons, not all of them, but one of the reasons was our chemistry. And I found that really interesting. That was on Zoom. That, that should be actually met us. <laughs> <laughs> that was over Zoom. Um, but it does get, we do get told that a lot, yeah. the way that we, um, I don't it know, be a fun feed off each other. And, too, yeah. right? Buying That's a house, unfortunately... Serious for most people, is not fun. They think it's going to be fun and then they start doing it and they quickly hate it yep. because it's hard. So that we're, we're there to make it fun, to bring all of our knowledge and experience that we have, which is very serious and important, but to also make it enjoyable. It should be enjoyable. Absolutely. And they can be as emotional as they want to be, but we're not. We're, so, and we don't, you don't ever take emotion to a negotiating table ever and that's you know we can we can protect them from that they can scream and yell and cry that's fine let's jump up plenty of that many plenty of that (laughs) but we take that away absolutely so why don't we sort of maybe finish up our first episode what's the best thing that's for you do you think that's what do you enjoy most about now, if you look back three years ago, um, I know, you know, there's sacrifices and it's hard and we're busy and, but what's the best thing? Um, I still love when we engage a new client. It's still as exciting as the first time we ever, our very first client, 
where we... Should we share what happened? Yeah. (laughs) The first one. And God love her. We should... should, Alyssa, my beautiful hairdresser. At the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was hilarious. So, like, oh, where are we going to get our clients from? I don't know. Remember, we were we were a bit concerned. Oh my god, her and her mum. I know they were such lovely people. We drove out to their house and sat down with them. And um, I don't know we did, we did, we didn't go prepared with a listing presentation <laughs> or any of that stuff. Um, and we'd been we'd had you know consulted with professionals before we went into this business as well that was all part of our setting it's up a quarter soft guard though didn't it yeah we arrived I don't even know if we had a proper agency agreement back then but anyway detail schmeetails <laughs> we do now just saying um but we yeah we were very unprepared because it came quicker than what we anticipated and we sat there and, and talked through, I don't know, but I feel like it just, it came out naturally. Maybe if it was recorded, it would be atrocious um, compared to now. But um, we may not have been technically prepared, but we do we do know what we, we're doing. Yeah, we knew what we were doing. But um, yeah, all the, the, I guess the process. That's it. And, um, but anyway, they wanted to move forward with us. They really trusted us and um, believed in us. And so we signed the agency agreement that we had. And we walked out to the car. We waited till we got to the we car. We did. We hopped into the car. We shut all the windows and the doors and made sure that they weren't looking. And then we just went bananas in the car. We're like, what? Screaming. Honestly, if anyone walked past the car, God knows what they would have thought, that we were having an episode of some description. Um, but, yeah, it was pretty but funny. It is. And we do the same thing. But you know, know what? We still almost do that every time. Yeah. And when we buy and we've helped to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, probably thousands of clients, and we still, still get, excited. get excited. When we buy a house, seriously, it's the best. Well, that's, We're yeah, so this, this, it's a two-prong. So the best parts for me are listing a new client and when we buy a property. And it doesn't matter what the purchase is. It doesn't matter if it's 500000 and a first home buyer or it's, you know, $10 million um, and everywhere in between. Like that thrill of winning a, ha- a home for somebody yep. and making all their dreams come true is just like the best feeling ever. Yeah. Well said. So that's that's so good. Yeah. Well, it is. There's nothing can describe it. And you've got our clients and... I'm getting emotional. Um, and they're crying and they're like, oh, my God, you made our dreams yep. come true yep. and we never would have, you know, achieved this if it wasn't for you. And, yep. um, you know, they talk about their struggles and, you know, we get to know their real-life journey. It's like it's big. And everyone's got their struggles. We've had them. Our clients have had them. And I think, you know, bringing life experience to what we do as well as the, the knowledge of the market and – the real estate experience, that's really important because if I look back to when I was in my 20s and 30s, I didn't know anything no. about life. thought I did. No. I mean, I knew something, but not like I do now. No. It's So you yeah. can bring a lot of experience and yeah. often our clients do say to us, you kind of shared everything and, and we felt really comfortable by the time we had to make a decision. Yeah. You helped us get there. It wasn't like we make decisions for them or we don't. It's always in the control of our clients, but we help them get there and they, they really appreciate it. Absolutely. And they get to know us as well. And, you know, we've got clients that are friends now. We've got clients that actually 
work with us in their own capacity. Our, our beautiful Amanda, who has helped us so much um, in setting up you know, websites and marketing. And we've bought two properties for them now. It's, yeah, it, it yeah, reaches that, far and beyond. That's pretty awesome when, you know, we've got a number of clients that have come back to us for multiple purchases. and Yeah. Like that's just such a big deal and we don't take that lightly. Like it's actually what we do is a huge responsibility and we don't take it lightly ever. Um, and, you know, it's people's biggest investment that they'll ever make and they make it a handful of times maximum. Like most people are once or twice. Um, and like that, that's a big consideration. So, um, yeah, we, we do have a real sense of responsibility when we're helping people. Um, it's definitely not a transaction, it's a journey. Yeah. And um, it never feels transactional ever. No. And like it is, it's a, it's a really personalised service and we get to know all of our clients, you know, on a much deeper level. It's a different relationship from being a selling agent. Yeah. You know, it, it's, a, it's a relationship on a deeper level. It's a longer relationship. Um, it's actually a more positive relationship. It's a happier one. Yeah, it's, totally. It's It's... Often they've sold and moved through the hard part and now the new beginnings are starting. Yep. So it's psychology would say it's sort of the next step of moving forward. Mm. We like that. Often selling a home can be, not always, but it can be related to stressful times, um, you know. Well, there's pressure. Divorce, there's or, some sort of a there's pressure. There's some sort of pressure perhaps and it's stressful packing and moving. And, but buying a house, that's exciting. It is. It, and it should be. That's why we're passionate about making it a positive journey. So rewinding, I said my favourite parts. What are your favourite parts? I'll take a different tack because you've covered off our clients beautifully and how excited we get. I think for me, finally losing the desire to find that work-life balance. I have a word every year. Yeah, I have a word every year. Actually, we do. We, we, we pick a word and we go, okay, this year my word's going to be whatever it is and mine I think last year was balance and always striving I'm a Libran but always striving for that balance and what I've come to realize is it isn't doesn't exist now it's just life and it's work and it's our friendship and it's family and it's everything that happens all meshed into just a good life yeah we don't answer to anyone I answer to you just a little bit. We <laughs> kind of answer to each other, I guess. But yeah, we don't answer to anyone. No, that's the best Yay feeling. To no boss. Yeah, the feeling of freedom. Yeah, that's what I. It, it's freedom to make our own decisions. We're in control um, of our own destiny. Yeah. If we want to work hard, which we do, there's reward there. If you don't, there's not. You're in control. There you go. That's a That's good a note wrap. to end on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Till next time.